This is Golf with Jay Delsing. A two-time All-American at UCLA. A participant in nearly 700 PGA Tour events. Seven professional wins to his credit. Over 30 years of professional golf experience. A member of the St. Louis Sports Hall of Fame. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. This is Golf with Jay Delsing on 101 ESPN. Coming to you from the Car Shield Studios is always presented by Darty Business Solutions. Three guests coming up in the next two hours. We're going to visit with Matt Minder from the Amateur Players Tour, which you can get involved with right here in St. Louis. How about bettering your body for the game of golf? Rick Lehman, one of the top surgeons in the country, will be our guest. And Kurt Rowe, Executive Director, Metropolitan Amateur Golf Association, will also stop on by in studio. But first, good morning, Mr. Delsing. How we doing? Danny, I'm doing great, man. Thanks for being with me, and I'm really excited. You know, the, the Amateur Players Tour and what Matt Minder and his team are doing over there is providing a phenomenal service for our we, our fellow golf you know, nuts. Um, it's, it's, it's just fantastic. Dr. Rick is a rock star and I can't wait to talk with him. He has been helping me and, and my family and you and your family oh, yeah. trying to get us back out on the, on the course and back out on the field. And, and, uh, and, uh, and then Kurt with the Metropolitan Amateur Golf Association, just fantastic. Okay, big news. This past week, just a few days ago, a group of billionaires just bought a piece of the PGA Tour for what could amount to $3 billion. Current annual revenue comes in at around $1.5 billion as the talks drag on with the Saudis and the PGA Tour. Just your initial impression of what you heard. We're going to have a war. This has gotten, it's only going to get worse, Danny. Um we left the Saudis out. They're out. Live still on. Uh, I've been texting back and forth with Adam Long. He just sent me the the meat of an email that I haven't read yet that the tour players got. I uh, was texting with Brad Faxon this morning. Uh, sorry, that was two mornings. Well, I don't know, whenever. Earlier this you week. You were texting I'm, with Brad Faxon. I was texting with Brad. And, You're just um, name dropping as yeah, we go I, along exactly, here. Exactly. That's what I do. And um, we're, we're all just wondering, I mean, first of all, this evaluation you know, there has to be an evaluation of what the PGA Tour is worth in order to start paying these players for staying home. What's Jack Nicholas going to get, Danny? What is Tiger Woods going to get? How about Rory McIlroy? Right. But what is Jack Nicholas? Jack, out of the conversation, what about Ernie Els? What sure. about What about Bernard Langer? What about Champions Tour guys? What about, how about, here's a great one. What about Nick Dunlop? Yeah, just turned pro. What happens with him? What does he get? I mean, he'd won a tournament as an amateur, but he wasn't part. He wasn't a member. He was. I mean, there are so many gray areas here. I, you know, I'll just speak from a strictly personal level. I've got a retirement plan and a retirement amount of money. It's a lot of money that is in the PGA Tour's name that you are depending on as life goes on. Exactly, exactly. And you start wondering. You know, you start getting into these um, shouting matches with people like his eminence or whatever he calls himself from the PIF. And this thing could go a lot of ways. I, I got to tell you, I hate it. I still hate it. I don't, I don't have any sort of sense that the PGA tour as the entity that I had once upon a time hoped to be part of, and then had the privilege of 
plowing and looking for my ball for all those years is going to have look anything close to what we know of. Do you think this keeps players from jumping, at least initially, PGA Tour players jumping from the PGA Tour to live with this influx of cash? I don't. Yeah. I think because I think what it's done, it's just going to increase the offers. I mean, Terrell Hatton just got $60 million. How do you say no when he's had career earnings of 15 to $18 million? Right. How do you say no? Exactly. I mean, it's it's just going to, I think it's just going to ramp up. Um, I, I watched a video from the Good Good podcast where um, uh, Bryson DeChambeau was just talking about the contingency plan that that Liv has, and it's going to make it really good for. I mean, Danny, why won't Liv go to fifty million dollar purses? Sure. What yeah. do they care? They have all the money. They've got all. They of don't it. care. They don't care. So you think that players are still going to jump no matter what because the offers are going to be astronomical and it, it just won't even matter what the PGA Tour comes back with. I don't – it doesn't matter because the, the tour, you still got to go out and earn the money the way the tour, the way that we, you know, all signed up for the PGA Tour. That model is, is being challenged right now because they're paying everybody ahead of time. So they're hoping that this cash infusion – promises to keep those loyal to the tour financially satisfied in performance-based incentives over the next five years right i i just don't see it either jay i i don't i don't know if there's enough money to keep them from jumping i mean here's what they're trying to do and i get it they're they 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 got jay monahan saved his bacon temporarily in my opinion by getting Tiger on the board, also put him on as a term, Danny, with unlimited term. No, no, there's been no conversation about how long Tiger's going to stay on. Is it another week or is it going to be the rest of his life? We have no idea because Tiger only cares. He doesn't care about this money. He only cares about his legacy. He only cares about all the records and all the things that he has spent his life's work trying to do. Okay. And, Great. Okay. That's the, that, that's, that is, they, they engage this third party group, $3 billion are going to be in and put into the PGA tour. What's the, what are the terms? When do they get their money out? What sort of, what sort of payoff does, do do these guys get for this influx of cash? It's not free. Right. We didn't, we didn't hear any, any sort of terms on things like that. And then what's going to stop the live from just tripling or quadrupling. That's what's going to happen. Eight different billionaires a part of this with big connections in the financial world. Uh, you're talking about sponsorship. You're talking about trying to keep some of the people that are leaving the tour, not just players, but also sponsors. Right. I wonder if that's a big, big factor. Can be. It is a big factor, but I wonder if it can be what they think it is here at the onset of what they're doing. I, I and and I think there's this is going to work to a degree. But what's good? So let's just say this does work, D. So we, um, you've got Arthur Blank. You've got you've got um, Mark Antanasio. He is the owner of the Brewers. Brewers. You yep. got the Fenway Sports Group that's jumping in, right? So we got we got big, weighty people on this side, right? They don't have the money that the PIF does. Now let's say that it works though, and we 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 have our stable of tournaments. We have our players whomever they are, let's just say they stay put for now. And we have our sponsors that go, okay, we like this. You're going to, you're going to eat what you kill. Obviously it's a hell of a lot more than it was when we started, but we're going to try to keep the meritocracy in 
intact and you've got to go play for your dough. Um, Danny, this week at Pebble Beach, there's 80 players playing for $20 million and there's no cut. Right. There's no meritocracy there. Sure. I mean, you I still, get you yep. get, you get last place money is probably, I think we, you and I talked about this last place money is probably a hundred thousand dollars. I only made three checks in my life over a hundred thousand dollars. Sure. I mean, and I was pinching myself. When I, <laughs> you were one I, happy dude. I was like, I was one happy camper. What, when you think about that, what's going to prevent Liv from saying, all right, we're going to play instead of 20 million. I mean, that's why this reaction that we had as a PJ tour was wrong in my opinion. And it's still wrong. We're, we're reacting to something that we can't possibly keep up with. Just stop. And let's put together a different sort of product. And if we lose players, we lose players. I mean, that's the only way to look at this thing. Is it a big deal that you have the Rory in influence on this? And he's going to, he, he, you know, he's done a complete 180. Completely. So, the, so that's one guy. But the other guy, and you mentioned him earlier, it's Tiger Woods. And he still moves the needle. He still has influence. And you wonder how much influence he can possibly have on this potential merger between the PGA Tour and Liv. I know. I don't. I, I just, I mean, listen, we, you and I both know, put a gun to our head. He hates it. Absolutely. You know I think a bunch does, of these guys You do. know he doesn't want it. There, there, there's, Brando Chambly has, no one's been more vocal about the murderous regime and all that. And it's, it's on there. He, he lays it on there pretty thick. Okay. But he's not wrong. I mean, the, the, what the Saudis have done, the Saudis have done. They, they, they can try to hide behind it. They can try to sugarcoat it. They can put as much whipped cream on this pig as they want. It stinks. Okay, and now they're going into all of these major sports. And unf- I was just going to say that. I mean, sports washing is being done across the board. It's now just being talked about more because I think it's more mainstream than some of the other sports that we're talking about. And some of them yep. Yep. are secondary, yep. and some may say that golf is secondary because right. of the four major professional sports. But for people like you and I and the golf fan out there, this is a huge deal. It's monumental, and sports washing now is in the game of golf. There's it, no other way to look at it. No doubt. You're 100% right. And, Danny, the one thing that the golf has done is the image that the golfer had always had, the Jack Nicklauses, the Arnold Palmers, iconic guys. They were also in this, you know, they missed cuts. They didn't get paid. They, you know, all, all of these things were part of what made golf so attractive. It also is a little higher educated player, a little, uh, it's, it's a different category of athlete okay if you if you're going to consider us a sport it's a different category of athlete and our demographic is the apple of every marketer's eye if you look at who wants to who listens to golf who follows golf these are the guys that every company in the world wants to market to so you mentioned you've been texting with some current players former players generally speaking what are they saying about this? They, they don't think, know. Yeah, they're still left in the in the dark still a little bit. Still left in the dark, and, and unfortunately, I'm not connected with the Justin Thomases, the Jordan Spees, the guys Peter Malnati, who's really a good guy. But you, you know, these guys are on the board. They're going to know more than everybody else. It trickles down to the rest of the players. But it's it's such a close shot. But I don't understand how are they going to choose the 180 players that are going to share in the I've equity been of this? That too. Yeah. How, how does that work? And then how much is Rory and Tiger going to get out of the amount of money 
That is, I mean, there's been talk that Rory get a hundred and that Tiger would get uh, roughly like one eighty to two hundred, and then the rest of the pot's going to be split up with these players. But Danny, how do you make? When, when do you get the cashier equity in? How does that work? What is it worth now? Does it? Does it, you know? Obviously, a kid like Nick Dunlop is just beginning his career. He should start from zero. I mean, but when does he, what, can he cash it in? You can, I'm sure it's going to be a vesting sort of thing where you got to go a certain number of years. But look, Tiger Woods, arguably, in the conversation, is the greatest player of all time. He may never do anything noteworthy again, Danny. I mean, it's really possible. We were talking about him two years ago as maybe never playing again. So does a casual fan, are they drawn in to live now because of some of the bigger names that are involved in this? I, I, I do wonder that. I mean, they're starting to become so aggressive with the players that they've gotten to jump. A, a, play, a, a person like me wants to watch the best players in the world. I'm going to pay attention to live. I do, too. I do, too. Now, there's other, you're going to get that those folks that are going to go, I'm not doing this no matter what. I don't care. The other thing is you got to find them. I mean, with all of the money and all of the things, it's almost like, why don't, why don't they just create their own network? Yeah. And go right up against the golf channel. Why don't they and, and put this stuff on their own network? I mean, well, they what, got the pockets, the deep pockets to do it. Here's the thing, Danny. This thing is so unorganized. Now, they do. They could buy this thing and turn it around tomorrow. That's how quickly, you know, we know what money does. Money talks. But it is so unorganized. John Rahm's team didn't get announced until two days before they're they're competing this week. Right. It's it's, it's a mess. It's 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 organizationally, it's a disaster. From a business plan, they talk about making money. John Rahm's thirteen is a team is the thirteenth team, and it's called thirteen something or other, and it's mildly interesting, but it's got no value at this point in time none how do they create value what does it look like is it possible all of that says yes but but danny not anytime soon not anytime soon our guest again matt minder amateur players tour he'll be our guest rick layman one of the top doctors in st louis and nationwide and kurt rowey executive director metropolitan amateur golf association all coming up on golf with jay delsing who by the way this past week was named the ambassador of golf at the missouri athletic club so congratulations and let's tip our cap danny I'm first my cap all, to you by the yeah, way oh man i'm tipping my cap right back to you my friend because i wouldn't be in the missouri athletic club had it not been for you and making the introduction and I so appreciate it. The, the, the tip of the cap is brought to you by the Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood. 314-966-0303. It's just over there this week, and they're taking good care of my car. I got these sensors on. You know, I got stuff on my car. I don't even know how to work it. <laughs> things starts going off. These guys are fantastic over there. Anthony and Tom, they're, they're just great in the service department. But we're tipping our cap to the Missouri Athletic Club. You and I probably have meetings and lunches and stuff over there. Three times a week? It'll minimum. Times. Minimum, yeah. So, minimum. And, and it's it's so convenient. And the West Clubhouse is just absolutely fantastic. We were over there meeting with Rodney, talking about some of the the uh, the golf foundation stuff, the, the golf kickoff, some things that you and I are going to be much more involved in. You know, they have reciprocal programs with um, Glen Echo, with Bogey Hills, with Dalhousie. When you join the Missouri Athletic Club, you have a ton of a ton of golf options and we're just getting started so we're it's going to be neat because i really believe we're going to have some influence in there and try to make it even better and from the what what did rodney tell us they had 400 
um, associates, employees. Yes. It, it's, it's just amazing. I've worked out there four times this week, and, and I'm doing this wild stairmaster that just and you're surviving kicks my ass i'm surviving i'm i'm way up there and i'm feeling so you know great about it. i look down i've only been on there for like eight minutes i can barely breathe it's <laughs> unbelievable but it's a it's a phenomenal place there's all sorts of every sort of workout that you can imagine to get done over there and we're going to be talking with doc layman here in just a few minutes and you need to get in there and, and, and get your golf on over there. Yeah. So that's the tip of the cap. 314-966-0303. That's Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood. And they sponsor the tip of the cap. And that's the longest winded tip of the cap I've ever done. So congratulations, Jay Delsing, now the ambassador of golf at the Missouri Athletic Club coming up. See him standing outside our studio uh, walls and windows right now. That's Kurt Rowey, Executive Director, Metropolitan Amateur Golf Association. If you have a youngster, you want to tune into this. We'll visit with Kurt coming up. Are you driving an out-of-warranty car? It's only a matter of time before your out-of-warranty vehicle is in the shop costing you thousands of dollars. Auto repair costs are up nearly 20% from last year, which is four times the rate of inflation. If an unexpected breakdown happened today, would you be ready for that? Well, now you can be with a plan through CarShield. Even if your car is just over three years old, it's still prone to expensive costs. Your car is more than just getting you from point A to point B. Traveling by car is a way of life. From picking up your kids to going to a new restaurant, cars are a daily essential. When you enroll in a car protection plan through CarShield, you can look forward to the following. The price will never go up no matter how many claims you file or no matter how high the mileage on your car increases. CarShield offers protection plans that start as low as $100 per month. That's $100 per month. They have repair coverage for up to 5,000 different parts of your vehicle. Plus, when your car breaks down and you're stuck on the side of the road, you get 24-7 coast-to-coast roadside assistance. You also get complimentary towing and rental car options. CarShield has my back when my car breaks down, and they can have yours too. Call CarShield today at 800-465-6550 or visit carshield.com. It's CarShield, proud sponsor of the Golf with Jay Delsing Show. Get ready to watch the legends of golf up close when they compete at historic Norwood Hills Country Club right here in St. Louis. The Ascension Charity Classic will be back again with some of golf's greatest names, Steve Stricker, Padraig Harrington, John Daly, David Duvall, Bernard Longer, Justin Leonard, David Toms, and more will compete returning September 3rd through the 8th. Visit ascensioncharityclassic.com for information. Darty Business Solutions has been enhancing the business of our customers for the last 37 years. How do we do it? Through our expertise in technology, better use of data and analytics, artificial intelligence, and machine learning. We roll up our sleeves and collaborate. We build applications and effectively communicate with our partner clients to bring their goals and objectives to the finish line. Our award-winning Access Point program is a community game changer. With nearly 100 students in the program, mostly young African-American females are making between $55,000 and $60,000 per year right out of high school. 
That's right, $55,000 to $60,000 a year right after high school graduation. That's when they begin their training. CEO Ron Darty believes the talent is equally distributed, but access to that opportunity is not. So here's Access Point, providing more and more opportunity for those in and around our community. It's Darty Business Solutions. Hi, this is Peter Jacobson, and you're listening to Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm delighted to welcome the Amateur Players Tour to the Golf with Jay Delsing show. The APT team has worked so hard to establish a national golf tour for amateurs. Folks, don't miss out on this opportunity. If you love golf and ever wondered what all the fuss about tournament golf is, then this tour is for you. We just released the 2024 schedule and it is a beast. There's 21 events currently in the metropolitan St. Louis area with many more to come. But check out these golf courses, Paynes Valley, Ozark National, Stonewolf, Ambrier, Persimmon Woods, Gateway National, and a 36-hole event on Norwood's West Course, and many more. Okay, so the courses are certainly cool and nice, but what's really neat is the way the events are run and how they are run. The APT team does a fantastic job of closely monitoring handicaps and ensuring a good and fair competition. There are five divisions, a year-long points competition, major championships, elevated events, and much, much more. Right now, there are over 6,000 members in 41 different local chapters across the country. And all that's happened in just over five years. Join now and don't miss out on the best tournament golf in the country. Run for amateurs by amateurs themselves. Go to amateurplayerstour.com. That's amateurplayerstour.com. Golf with Jay Delsing rolls on on a Sunday morning, and we're presented by Darty Business Solutions, coming to you from the Car Shield Studios. Our guest, that's Jay Delsing, I'm Dan McLaughlin, Kurt Rowe, Executive Director, Metropolitan Amateur Golf Association, and thanks for stopping in. We appreciate it. Thanks for having me, Jay. Dan, thanks. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, Happy New Year, man. So, you know, we're, we, we've had a couple of decent days this past week. We're still a ways off from the good weather, but this is a great time, Kurt, to, to give the folks a little rundown of what they can expect from, from and, and let's just talk a little bit about some of the stuff you do, because it's, uh, it's, it's underappreciated, undervalued, where we golf nerds love you and, and appreciate all you do for the game and for us here in town. Well, that's what Danny and I were talking a little bit before, you know, it's always, uh, we're always educating people on what the Metropolitan Amateur Golf Association does. Um, in fact, I told them you know this morning i've answered five emails that came from uh you know from the missouri golf association that people just you know they don't they don't know where they're sending their stuff but uh you know <laughs> so the metropolitan amateur golf association we're one of the 57 agas is what we're called allied golf associations around the country just like the pga has their 40 whatever sections around the country we've the usga has 57 agas who provide uh services license to provide services like handicapping course rating services and then we 
conduct uh, you know several championships throughout the you know throughout the season. So, but we're licensed to do that in the Greater St. Louis, Central, and Southern Illinois region. Um, so, like St. Louis, we got St. Louis County and kind of the counties that just surround St. Louis County, and then in Illinois, we're we're really, we're actually geographically larger in Illinois than we are in Missouri. We, we go from Quincy all the way down to Cairo, you know, um, all, you know, Southern Illinois. So, uh, but uh, yeah, so it's, you know, the, the gin handicap service, which, you know, many of your listeners probably are, you know, have a, have their handicap through a, through a member club. Uh, that member club could be, you know, it could be in Norwood Hills. It could be, um, uh, Tapawingo. Um, then we've got a couple what we call type two clubs that are just online clubs. So they can just go to the Metropolitan website and 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 join and get their handicap index, you know, from there. How so. long have you guys how when when was the Metro created? Yeah, so nineteen ninety two uh, was the first year that Tom and Tom O'Toole and uh, you know, Jim Holcreeve, Mike Corey, they were kind of the, the founders of the association. So yeah, it was a year ago or two years ago we celebrated the thirty years of the golf association, Amazing. which is uh, sounds like a long time, but that's pretty young for golf associations. I mean, a lot of associations out there are, you know, over a hundred years old, but, um, you know, that's, yeah. So 30 years. And, uh, so the, so yeah. How, how much has it grown in the 30 years? Well, it's had its ebb and flows. I mean, I'm, you know, so I, uh, I started in 98 as an intern and I came back in 2001 full time. So I've been here, you know, 20, I'm going my 23rd season, you know, there was a peak in the, 2009 area or era somewhere around there and then you know we we saw a decline just like you know like the housing injury you know all these different things um you know one thing that kind of declined it was um you know from a membership we say membership it's those that are on handicap with us and 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 our member clubs member clubs kind of stayed but you know the individual memberships you know it ebbs and flows you know now we're seeing a peak i mean the last two years we've seen 11 and 14 percent increases wow um really since covid uh i think you probably you guys have all probably talked about that what COVID's done for for the game and it's certainly it's helped us as well you know we're we're seeing seeing strong you know strong increases absolutely and who would have thought a a, a dang global <laughs> global pandemic would do this for the game we love so much so let's talk a little bit about the schedule what what you guys uh, what can we look forward to this year Yes, we have another you know great schedule. Uh, probably our key, the highlight of the year is our the thirty third, thirty I'm sorry, thirty fourth Metropolitan Amateur Championship, which you know we feel is the, the the major amateur championship you know in our area. Uh, but we're at Belle Reve this year for for the for the nice. championship. So yeah, we're excited to be back there. It's been fifteen years, two thousand nine since the last time we were there. So that's certainly uh, that's that's the highlight, and that's our that's our Masters. You know, every season is is that championship. When is that, Kurt? That's uh, August first, second, third. So it always always ends on that first saturday in august so um so that's a bit that's a big one what are your days like in the summer you know three four five months it must be non-stop for you and your staff it is it is you know i uh the running joke i've always used when like when i'm interviewing um you know, interns and stuff is, you know, 50 hour work week. That's a, that's a vacation week in the golf business. So, so uh, I so said, you know, so, you know, strap in and get ready. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a big season. So, but yeah, you know, it just depends. I mean, turn, you know, championship tournament days, those, you know, those started four thirty five o'clock in the morning and hell they can go till dark, you know? Um, well, how so. many tournaments are you running? Gosh, so we, I mean, I think tournament days, we have like 37 tournament days. Um, we've got 13 of our own championships. I always get that number, 13 of our own championships. We'll do eight USGA qualifying rounds this year. So, you know, we do qualifying for the U.S. Open, Women's Open, U.S. Amateur. Um, so we have eight of those. And then we run a whole another called the, our Metropolitan Amateur Series of, of events too. So, Kurt, do you ever attend the national championships? Do you ever, do you go to 
I know you. I've seen you at some. I, I know you don't go to all of them, but it's 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 kind of a treat to get to go see some of those. It is. I, it's been a few years. Um, I haven't since COVID. I have not been to, to any, and I've been been invited in the past to go and officiate. You know, at, at some national championships. Um, but yeah, I haven't since COVID. I haven't. They've uh, the USGA's kind of changed their their model a little bit about their volunteers, and uh, but so hopefully, uh, you know, we'll. I'll get back there one of these days. You so. say, you you talk about officiating, and people have no idea how demanding that is. And, and yeah. first of all, from a time standpoint, but second of all, the, in this game, you cannot predict where what might happen. I mean, there's a, there's a book. We should talk about this sometime, Danny, because it's a much deeper story. But there's a decision to golf books that are encyclopedia volumes of odd things that have happened in like like um. A bird, your ball's in the middle of the fairway, and a bird comes up and picks right. up your ball. You know, and you watch your ball go. So fly. the crazy stuff of the game. Yeah, the yeah. crazy stuff, or or what? You know, is there anything that sticks out in your mind, Kurt? That might be the most peculiar ruling or or, or circumstance you were involved in? Oh, geez, um, man, that's a, that's a good question. Nothing comes to the top of my mind that I can think. Bird going and picking time. up your ball would probably that be would one. be that would probably be it. Yeah, that would definitely be a, that would be a good one. We were um, playing down at the TPC. And I think it was Brad Fable hit his ball onto the 17th green, and a bird, a seagull came, yep. swooped it up, carried it about halfway across the water, and dropped it right in the water. <laughs> yeah. And, so that, what was the ruling? He got to, he got to replace yeah, it. Okay. Um, but it, it happened in front of say. 20,000 people, yeah. 30,000 people, and everybody just laughed. And now they're like, now what do we do? Yeah, that video was on in the uh, in the USGA PGA Rules of Golf Workshop for years. I don't know if it still is, but yeah, for a long time, that video was in there. So having said that, what's an aspect of the game that you might look at and say, that probably needs to change it, with all the tournament golf that you see? Oh, my gosh. Um, probably and one of the biggest changes that occurred, you know, two or three years ago, um, that I've I've heard about, and I tend to agree, is that when they change the searching for the ball from you know from five minutes to three minutes, that three um, minutes goes quick, baby. Yeah, it I goes bet. quick, and I, I you know I, to me I think a good change would be is is you know you can adjust that based on your tournament conditions. I mean, yeah, three minutes on Saturday morning guy you know, with the guys at the club is one thing, but you know we're conducting the championship at Bell Reeve under championship conditions where we're asking them to have you know four inch rough and you know that. That changes things, and uh, so three minutes goes a lot quicker when you're just t- depends on the conditions. So I don't know that would be, you know, I, and I'm just that's just coming off the top of my head. That's always been, I've I've heard that, and uh, I kind of agree with that. That would that would be a how do you change. how do you fall, Kurt, on this golf ball rollback issue? I, I, I we Danny and I've talked about it a lot. I'd love to get your take on it. You know, I got to be honest, uh, uh, Jay. I I don't think it's that big of a deal. If I'm being if I'm being completely honest, I I wasn't sure first, but then we uh, we actually had a, a Zoom call with Mike Juan like the day before it uh, they not made the announcement, and to hear his explanation of of the uh, of how they're going to test this ball, and that's really the rollback is this testing has been kind of archaic for so long. Um, I, I think you know we're talking five, six years down the road, uh, technology is going to continue to get better. I mean, and so, you know, people are going to, you know, the, the, the technology is going to get better. They're going to keep hitting a little further. So by that, by six, seven years, whatever it is, 2028, 20, um, I, I don't see it being a, as big of a deal. And, you know, interesting, I had, um, I was at the, I think I was at the Gateway PGA Awards, you know, banquet, and uh, I had, uh, Ed Schwent asked me about it that night because it came out like the day before. And, uh 
when I explained to Ed about the testing and all that, he uh, he's like, I wholeheartedly agree because I've seen it in the last nine years, you know, using TrackMan and all the stuff that they're using. He said, uh, you know, he's seen golfers that should not be having. He's I think he used the smash factor. I don't, and I'm not a teacher, so I don't know. Yeah. But guys with slow swing speeds, all of a sudden their smash factor is way off the charts, and he's like, that's it's ridiculous. They they shouldn't be hitting. You know, it's so. That was that was a proponent of the change. Um, so anyway, I, I just think I think by the time we get to 2028, it's 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 not going to be as big a deal. Yeah, it's interesting. It, it's it's really interesting. Kurt Rowley is the executive director, Metropolitan Amateur Golf Association. So there's people listening to this wondering, how do I get into tournaments in age ranges for my kids, maybe too? Absolutely. Uh, I mean, the best one. Met, M-E-T-G-A dot org is our website. Um, we'll, uh, registration's open for everything on, on March 5th this year, but go check that out. I mean, we've got championships for juniors as, as sit here talk with Danny and his daughter is our reigning junior champion, you know, the Metropolitan Junior Champion. She got two- some hardware. And they, they yeah, that's right. That's right. Got some hardware. Two-time, yeah. two-time junior champion. Right. So, um, so yeah, so our junior championship, and uh, you know, we started. Uh, it's it's basically nineteen under. Uh, we kind of go down eleven is kind of the the youngest, um, which actually we have a major kind of big change in our junior championship this year. We're actually going to a fifty four hole championship this year uh, from thirty six, and that's got a whole because uh, of world golf rankings. Um, we're we're doing that, so it gets recognized on world golf rankings. But um, yeah, so I mean, all the parameters are on there. Um, the first thing for Metropolitan Championships is you have to be a member. When we say you're a member, you, you have a handicap, a, a gin number that's active through one of our member clubs. That's the first step in eligibility. And then, you know, everything will have some kind of handicap limit, this and that. Uh, but we have a women's championship. We have a senior championship. Um, and I'll probably I'd like to point out our amateur series. Our amateur series was created 12 years ago. And the goal there was to get the, the non-competitive golfer an opportunity to compete really um and, and that you can find we got senior division super senior we got gross net we got basically if you play golf we got a spot for you to to, to play in those those events and that's a season-long event what's the best part of your job oh man you know i <laughs> i've been fortunate to to go a lot of places um, be around this great game. Uh, you know, we don't have time for my backstory. I'm not a golfer. I didn't grow up around the game. I was a baseball player, played baseball in college, uh, just happened to stumble up on this game cause I got a, cause I started caddying at Boone Valley back in 1992. So, um, so there's so many, um, you know, but still today, one of my favorite things is at the USJ qualifyings. And at the end of the day, when, that Kurt, that person has qualified to go play in the USGA championship, and you offer them that uh, that certificate. You know, Jay's played in US qualifiers. Who's you know he's qualified, but you know you get the guy who's maybe played in thirty five championships, like a Skip Berkmar. But you get that one guy who has been playing in those for thirty years, and he finally is going to go play. Um, it's special. It, it is special, and um, you know, I, the, my first time I ever. Saw it was I think it was in '98. I was an intern, and P, uh, U.S. Open sectional qualifying was at Boone Valley, and Mark Wilson, who now is sure. I think an announcer. Yeah, I think back then he was playing on the now. he was playing on the Hooters tour or something like that, but he qualified, and I just I'd never forget Tom. It was Tom then. Tom asked him, said, "Do you accept this qualifying certificate to go play in the United States Open?" And I mean, he was crying because he you know he's yep. he's a young player then but yep. you know he's going to play in the u.s open and i've that stuck with me and it's still one of my favorite things i get to do there's there nothing for. like those medals i'm yep. so proud of the medals that i have from the amateurs that i played in from the 
if you happen to be the low qualifier, yep. you get a medalist. I've got a few of those. They're, they're really cool. You got a lot of those. I got some of those. <laughs> yeah, That's awesome. Yeah, so somebody goes to the website, what are they going to see? And how do they navigate it so they can find out yeah. about what dates and where they want to go and that, so, so on at, and so forth? At the top, there's different menu items. Championships is the one you go to. That drops down. You got, Like I said, you got Metropolitan Championships, Qualifying Rounds, Amateur Series. But uh, you know, to click on which, which of those that you want to look at, and that, that'll get you all the information. And so. let's give the website one more time. Yeah, M-E-T-G-A, like Bet Golf Association, M-E-T-G-A dot O-R-G. All right, buddy. Thanks for coming Thanks in. Thanks for being with us, Kurt. Oh, man, appreciate it, guys. Keep Always doing love. what you do. We need you. Thank you. Kurt Rowey, Executive Director, Metropolitan Amateur Golf Association. This is Golf with Jay Delsing, and we'll be back with more in just a moment. Okay, so you've been hearing me talk about one of our community's greatest contributors and most philanthropically inclined companies. Yes, of course, I'm talking about Marcone the largest distributors of General Electric compliance parts in North America. Did you know that Marcone is also the largest and most trusted supplier of commercial and residential appliance parts, HVAC, plumbing, commercial kitchens, pools, and spas? Also, all of that in North America. Their most recent endeavor, the Reese Across America program, was a huge success. In case you don't recall, 10,000 Reese were placed on the grave sites of our fallen heroes across several of our veteran cemeteries around our great country. Marcone is committed to supporting our first responders, all of the branches of the military and service for our military, and our police and firefighters. Marcone, here for you and your family, as well as your community. That's Marcone. This is Chris Nagel. And you're listening to Golf with Jay Delsing. Hi, this is Adam Betts from Family Golf and Learning Center. At FGLC here in Kirkwood, we feature a double-decker driving range, two large grass tees with Tahoma Bermuda grass. You want to work on your short game? We have a short game area too, which features a 20,000 square foot green, three bunkers, and zoysia surrounds. Also at Family Golf and Learning Center, don't forget about our nine-hole par three course, the indoor trackman simulators, and our performance center. If you're looking for the best golf instruction, regardless of skill, we can help. Find out more at FamilyGolfOnline.com. That's FamilyGolfOnline.com. Family Golf and Learning Center. We make St. Louis better at golf. If you're in the market for a new or used vehicle, any maker model, then you need to visit the Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood. They are the official vehicle provider of the Golf with Jay Delsing show. My daughter and I both drive vehicles supplied by Colin and the Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood. And the reason we have them is because we know we can trust them. They made the car buying experience painless and very easy. Their customer service is second to none. They provided my daughter with a loaner car when her Passat needed repairs. Every single step of the car buying experience was taken care of for us. You can reach Colin at 314-966-0303 and he will answer all of your questions and put your mind at ease. The Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood has new or pre-owned vehicles to be purchased or leased, whichever you prefer. Once you visit the Dean Team Volkswagen on Manchester and Kirkwood, you'll become a customer for life because they'll treat you like family. The Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood, the official vehicle provider of the Golf with Jay Delsing Show.
Golf with Jay Delsing rolls on this Sunday morning on 101 ESPN. Our thanks to Kurt Rowey, who stopped on by from the Metropolitan Amateur Golf Association. And uh, MAGA does some really good things here in St. Louis, especially for the kids. Oh, no, they absolutely do, Denny. And I got to tell you, you can't be a U.S. citizen, a U.S. golfer, and not want to win. U.S. Open. That's all there is to it. Or, or win the U.S. Amateur. You've always you know? told me that the U.S. Open would have meant more to you than even the Masters. I think I, I, I really, it, it was just kind of the way. The Masters has overwhelmed me as I've gotten older. So I might change my tune a little, but I still say I want to be the U.S. Open champ. That's what a- I want to be. Anybody can qualify. That's I the know. beautiful part. I can go out next week. Yep. Start preparing yep. and have a chance to. No, it's not going to happen. Yeah, but I could be, not, not right now. But to be our nation's champion, that is a big, big deal. That's a big deal. And you know, I've I've got a lot of those medals that they've hand, handed out. And Danny, they're so cool. You know, to, they're just so cool. They're so you know, when you go play in the U.S. Open, they give you a money clip or a bet. You know, but it's your access to get in, and it and you keep those. And um, when when. Um, Oh, okay. I, I, I've got a lot of those. There, there's, I got to figure out a way to display them, but right. They're just super cool. So, well, we talk about some of the news and notes yeah. around the PGA LPGA tour, just golf in general, uh, Pebble beach happening. Yep. They'll wrap it up today. Yep. I was watching just a practice round. I guess it was Wednesday. There were 55 mile an hour winds. I played out there, Danny, one time where we, where the wind was blowing 40, like 48 miles an hour. And, on number six, this is par five, uh, in the practice round, I hit driver, hit a four iron on the green. This day, I hit driver, three wood, three iron, got me to the cliff at the bottom. <laughs> I tried to hit an eight iron, just rolling straight up in the wind. I tried to hit an eight iron because I had to get up the hill, and I couldn't get up. I hit an eight iron halfway up the hill, so I had driver, three wood, three iron, two eight irons, a chip and a putt. What is that, seven? Yeah. I don't know what it was. It, it was. But you were probably in the same boat as so many other players, and you hit the ball long, yeah. so yeah. you might have been in better shape. It was crazy. It was absolutely crazy. Then we got to the next hole, and number seven is 98 yards, and I hit a seven iron. 98 yards with a 98 70. 98 yards. So let, let's think about this. Yeah. Back in the day, you're hitting your seven iron how far? Oh, 175. So you're talking there. about an 80 to 85 yard <laughs> difference. It was, I took my swing and I'm like, I really can't believe. Cause I mean, your eyes are looking at it, but there's so much wind and there's nothing. It's just ocean. And I'll, I remember taking this thing back and I'm like, just go for it, man. So I just drilled this thing. I'm like, that thing's going to go out to Maui, you know? <laughs> and where did it go? It went on the front edge. Did it really? So you still were putt. short. Still short. Yep. That's incredible. So that ball went probably, that seven iron probably went 82 yards. Wow. Like that. Yeah. It was, it was pretty, it but was isn't pretty that amazing. the beauty of it though? That's what makes it so much fun. You throw your yardage book away. Now, now the other thing that happens is you turn downwind. And it's insane how far the ball goes. So, what would you have been hitting with those wins if they were behind your back? So I, so I, so we got to eighteen, and I screwed this up. But here's what I got up on the on eighteen, and I hit a driver, and I hit it left of the pines on a good line, and it went out of bounds. Wow! It went at least four hundred yards. So I took, <laughs> so I took up awesome. my next. I I couldn't believe where the guy said he goes that ball's out of bounds, and I'm like. Unreal. I mean, and so I took my three wood out and aimed it right in the middle of the ocean and just hit this thing down there. And I had a five iron left in. 
a three wood fiver, and I still screwed that up too. But it it was it was unbelievable. So when you're playing at Pebble Beach, the hardest thing about playing at Pebble Beach is that you are truly at sea level. You are not getting any benefit from it's never warm there, so that ball never pops enough. So it's everything you got, and the ball doesn't roll. So if I'm watching today, yeah, final round of, of Pebble Beach as a viewer. And and you'll be watching yeah. with me. So oh, yeah. what what do you, you're a trained eye to the non trained eye like yeah. myself, a casual golf oh, I'm more than a casual yeah, golf you fan. You're I, I love you're I, a junkie. I, I'm a geek. Yeah. So I'm I'm in. But what what should I be watching? What do you think I should be watching with this? Well, is it the wind? Yeah. So the watch watch the way the players are trying to direct the ball in the wind. And obviously with this much wind, it is intense. We the forecast is horrible. For today, so I don't know what it's going to look like out there, but it's horrible. It's it's mid fifties with maybe an inch of rain. Who knows? Maybe it'll it'll blow out because of this much wind. But watch the guys' finishes and watch the, with those lower finishes. It helps you keep the ball low. And one of the things in the wind, it's super important to not try to hit it too hard because the harder you hit it, unless you're extremely skilled like these guys are, your ball's going to climb. Because the, the more speed you put on there, the more spin the ball's going to have. And so it's really, really important. What does it rank for you, Pebble Beach, in terms of some of the best places you played? My everybody, number, my, yeah, my, everybody says it's a bucket list. you got to do gotta it. got to do it. I, Danny, it's, you can get days out there where the wind doesn't blow and play the very back tees and go, this course is not very hard. And then go out the next day and go, I can't finish. It's really like that. And and I think that's the beauty of it. I mean, I played in the 92 U.S. Open out there. I was four under par after seven holes. And that's when the wind, then the winds picked up. And that's where Colin Montgomery got in and finished even par, like three hours ahead of everybody else. And they, they said, here's your U.S. Open winner. Tom, uh, Tom Kite wound up chipping in like three times and played an amazing round of golf and won the U.S. Open out there. And, and I wound up shooting 76 Wow. I, I, after starting the way you did. Four under after seven. I was in the top ten. Yeah, it was brutal. Wow. I'm, not, I'm over it. So I'm I want to ask I'm you. I'm not over it. I can tell. Uh, I want to ask you because our, our guest coming up will be Rick Lehman, who's yep. one of the top orthopedic surgeons and just surgeons in general yep. in St. Louis and, and sports medicine. When you were playing, what was the typical injuries that you saw? Was it back injuries? Was it, you know, was it neck? The, the things that golfers have to deal with day to day. It was mostly back mostly back. Um, a lot of the guys had uh, wrist injuries. Like, so when I was younger and watching the guys, they were, and we first started getting this fitness trailer out there because we didn't have any of that before. So guys were in there all the time for their backs and mostly for that lower, you know, the lower back. And then there were a lot of guys that started getting wrist injuries. We, I would watch a lot of people, DA Wybring's a guy, uh, a bunch of people that would wind up having their wrists taped DA's a local guy too. Yeah, he's a Quincy, Illinois. That's it's right. Just, he's just a great guy. Um, we should get him on on the show sometime. He's got some fun stories. Absolutely. That's Jay Delsing. I'm Dan McLaughlin. Coming up, we'll visit with Rick Lehman. You know his voice. You know the name. That's next on Golf with Jay Delsing. Do you remember the Golden Rule? I'm sure you do. But just in case, it goes like this. Treat people the way that you'd like to be treated. At People's National Bank, that one statement is the cornerstone of what this bank is all about. Locally owned with 23 locations in Southern Illinois and the metropolitan St. Louis area, People's National Bank parlays a robust menu of commercial or personal banking services you could possibly need with a friendly yet hardworking Midwestern attitude. Maybe you just wanna do business 
with a bank whose entire team lives in the same neighborhoods as we do. If you're like me and doing business with someone you trust is important to you, then People's National Bank is the bank for you. Jason Rantham, local president, is here for you to call and he'll answer any questions you may have. His personal cell is 314-974-2243. You can also find us online at peoplesnationalbank.com. People's National Bank is here for all of your banking needs. This is Adam Betts from Family Golf and Learning Center located in Kirkwood. Our motto is play your best golf. We have the best instruction for every skill level. Two female instructors along with our eight PGA instructors. We're there for the kids and the adults who are starting to play and trying to refine their game. Family Golf and Learning Center features a double-decker driving range, grass tees, and a short game area, along with indoor simulators and a performance center. That's not all. Don't forget about our back nine, Bar and Grill. Find out how we can help you and your family. Head to FamilyGolfOnline.com. That's FamilyGolfOnline.com. It's Family Golf and Learning Center, where we make St. Louis better at golf. Powers Insurance and Risk Management is a family-owned local business that's been helping our community for over 200 years. In the always confusing world of insurance, Powers Insurance provides clarity, exceptional service, and the latest in cutting-edge products to deliver the highest quality in property and casualty coverage, as well as strategic planning consultation services. Powers Insurance and Risk Management will partner with you That's right, partner with you to customize the right coverage for you and your family. Tim Davis, the Chief Operations Officer, will personally sit down and talk you through the ins and outs of your policies. They are experts at helping you control your workplace expenses and helping to guarantee the safety of you and your employees and their needs. You can visit them at powersinsurance.com. That's powersinsurance.com for all of your insurance needs. Hey, St. Louis, Eddie McVeigh here from Maggie O'Brien's. When you head downtown for a concert or cards or blues game, and now for the St. Louis City soccer game, please come see us at Maggie O'Brien's before and after your event. Take our shuttle to and from or stay in-house and watch your favorite team on our multiple high-def TVs. We look forward to seeing you soon at one of our two locations in Sunset Hills on South Lindbergh or downtown at the corner of Market and 20th Street. Union Station is next to us. Hey, this is Jay Delsing, and we golfers are always looking for ways to improve our games. For me, that means I want the very best and the very latest in equipment and in technology. The place for me is Pro-Am Golf in Brentwood. Tom DeGrand opened Pro-Am Golf Center in 1975, and ever since then, he and his family have provided St. Louis with the finest in golf equipment, instruction, and the latest in the ever-changing world of golf technology. Whether you are a scratch golfer looking to find the latest in range finders or a newcomer looking to find your first set of clubs, Pro-Am Golf has just what you're looking for. You say you're looking to get yourself custom fitted for a new set of clubs, you need to call TJ. He has fit me personally and he is the best in town. If you mention my name, CJ will take 50% off the already low fitting price. So if you need anything from golf balls to a new pair of shoes or a lesson from Tom, who, by the way, has been helping St. Louisans play better golf for over 45 years, Pro-Am Golf in Brentwood is the place for you. You can also visit them at ProAmUSA.com. That's Pro-Am Golf. 
Golf with Jay Delsing on a Sunday morning. We're presented by Darty Business Solutions and coming to you from the Car Shield Studios. That's Jay Delsing. I'm Dan McLaughlin. And Jay, we have a guest on that has helped both of us the best in terms of our bodies and surgeries and various things that happen in the game of golf. Dr. Rick Lehman, and you hear his name and hear him on the air all over the place. But uh, Doc, we want to get into golf specific things with you. And thanks for joining us. We appreciate it. Hey, thank you for having me on. I appreciate it as well. Doc, I have, I've done my best to try to keep you busy. You're one of the busiest guys I know, <laughs> but I, I so appreciate all of the... Um, all the help we're working on this hip that I have right now. It's just, I think, I think the warranty is up on this body doc. I think I need to just throw the towel in. Well, you know, you know, hip injuries in golf are common and wrist injuries in golf are common and shoulder injuries in golf are common. It's a red repetitive sport. Uh, no one knows that better than you guys. And you, you, you can't do something all day long for five or six hours, drive your car, lift weights, play golf and expect everything to work perfect. So I think you're right. Doc, there's a price to pay for everything, and we know that. And let's talk a little bit about the modern game. You're a sportsman. Man, I love coming into your office looking at all of the picks and the memorabilia and and your career storied. When you talk about what Tiger's done for the game and brought all the speed and power, we really haven't seen the total fallout on what this, the toll it's going to take on people's bodies yet, have we? No, I, I, first of all, the game has completely changed and you're hundred percent correct. So back in the day, you know, maybe you were a little overweight, no one was lifting weights and no one was doing any supplements. There really wasn't any ancillary training. And then all of a sudden, you know, Tiger gets on the scene and then you have all these guys now kept all these guys that are just getting ripped up and they're just big and it's become a game truly of strength and not just finesse and not just uh, cardio. And so what's happened is you see these guys just crunching the ball and they're in the gym and they're just a different body habit. So you hit it on the head. What's going to happen in 10 years? What's, what's the payout and, and, and what is going to be the repercussions of that payout? And we don't know, but I think you're going to see a high incidence of rotator cuff injuries. I think you're going to see guys with severe, severe back problems, i.e. Tiger. And you're going to see guys with lower extremity injuries, knee injuries, et cetera, because you just can't drive through the ball, hit that hard, and expect that it's free. You mentioned some of the injuries that you get. What are the most common injuries that you see with golfers that come through the doors with Rick Lehman? Because I'm assuming it's not only those, but some of the others that you may see. Well, you know, I, I think a lot of the golfers we see have back problems. And, and, again, if you think about it, the rotation of the back, is a big problem. And I think the second biggest is wrist injuries. And we see a lot of wrist injuries and I'm talking about high level golfers, not the guy going out playing once or twice a week. And I think that what we're going to see in the future, are we're going to start to see lower extremity injuries because, and even at the younger age, you know, I got kids 17, 18, same thing. They're buffing up. They're big. Maybe they're on some supplements. They're crunching the ball because they're watching these PGA golfers and they're saying, Hey, if they're going to do it, I'm going to do it. So, Again, we're going to start to see a significant number of knee injuries because it is a rotational sport. I think we're going to also really start to see thoracic spine. So, you know, we, we see a lot of lower back problems, degenerative arthritis, herniated disc, et cetera. And we've had good success PRP, you know, injecting those um, with this PRP. But I think you're going to start to see this work its way up the spine. Doc, that PRP, that protein-rich plasma, that has really been something. What is that? Probably the last five or ten years, or, or has it been going on longer than that? Well, you know, I think Tiger did it about eight years ago, and he kind of set the tone for golfers. Uh, we've been doing it in our pitchers for 
Tommy John injuries, ulnar collateral ligament injuries. And I think it's, it's a work in progress. So we're getting smarter and smarter. We're using umbilical stem cells and placental stem cells, which are immature cells. So the PRP has really gotten more and more sophisticated. And I think there's a lot of growth potential, you know, to get Jay Delsing's blood products to heal Jay Delsing. Mm. Is that going to work, you think, Doc? I mean, I'm telling you. <laughs> That's a you. lot of Jay Delsing. That's a problem, <laughs> Doc. <laughs> you know, Doc, I'm curious about who are the people that walk through your doors the most? What, what athletes do you see the most? Well, you know, my practice is heavily weighted in track and field and heavily weighted in NFL. So we see a lot of high school, a lot of college football players. And we actually see track athletes. I mean, we see all the pro track athletes, uh, all the Olympic track, track athletes. But we see track athletes from all over the Midwest and all over the country. So I would say, the, you know, who's going to get hurt? Women volleyball players, uh, male football players, male basketball players, and women basketball players. That's, that's the biggest number. And then, like I said, we're a little overweighted in track and field just because of the reputation. Doc, I'd love to get your opinion on this. We had Jack Nicholas on the show, Tom Watson, some of the, the, the more icon guys um, from – of years back and they talked about these sports specific how the young kids are playing one sport all the time and 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 how Jack and Tom specifically said they thought that was just a horrible idea can you weigh in on that because I, I can just tell you, when you mentioned women volleyball players, my daughter Brennan played D1 volleyball at Fordham, and at one point in time on her volleyball team, there were nine girls having knee surgery. <laughs> so, so you know, I, this is this is the biggest problem. And I think Danny Mack and I have talked about this in the past. And one of the biggest things is your kid will come in, he's 11 years old, and he's a left-handed relief pitcher. You're like, what? I mean, that's insane. So I, I think what – what we have to do is we have to play all the sports. So you have kids and they're going to isolate playing baseball or tennis, swimming. It doesn't matter. And it's the same muscle group over and over and over. Uh, some of these kids might play on two or three teams. They have a pitching lesson once a week and it's just overuse, overuse and tennis, golf, swimming, they're no different. So these kids are in the pool crazy hours instead of every season playing a different sport. So you can imagine you're going to use different muscle groups, you're going to completely change the injury pattern if you're going to play a little baseball, a little football, you know, maybe some hoops, whatever, and you're not going to continually overloading, overloading. And I think those two guys are 100% correct. I think they're we're just driving the same car part day in and day out, and it's going to fail, and that's what we're seeing. And that's why we're doing Tommy John surgeries on kids that are 12 and 13 years old because they've already used up their quantum of, of elbow problems. And you're going to see it in golf as well. These little kids that are just out there day in and day out, they're playing tournaments, they're practicing, they have lessons. It's just too much. So just imagine taking a season off every year or maybe playing two or three different sports. And if you talk to NFL scouts, they want to see, they want to see the Patrick Mahomes, who was a good pitcher, can hoop, etc. Dr. Rick Lehman is our guest. It's Golf with Jay Delsing on 101 ESPN. Doc, for a lot of golfers, obviously, listening to this show, how do you avoid injury as much as you possibly can? What are some of the things that you can do to try to avoid injury? Well, you know, I think the biggest thing is you have to get on an uh, off-the-course program. So you got to work on your back, and you know, we can give you a back program, but these programs are unbelievably successful in minimizing stress in the low back. And then it's a little bit sport specific. So for golfers, a lot of shoulder exercises. And these things can take you 10 or 15 minutes. It sounds like it's, you know, 
all day event, but you can spend 10 or 15 minutes, two, three days a week, and you're going to decrease 65 to 70% of injuries. And that's been shown over and over and over again. And that is the number. So it's rotator cuff pro programs, uh, low back program strengthening, mid trunk strengthening. And those are planks, things that everybody can do. You can do them at home. And then you want to get on programs that these nobody do does. <laughs> nobody does. And these are um, exercises for your wrist. And they're very simple, but we're seeing a lot of overload in wrist injuries. And those are almost 100% preventable with a good home program. Why do you see wrist injuries in golf? Well, I mean, I think there's just so much rotation when you hit a golf ball. You know, where does the rubber hit the road? It hits the road where your hand holds a golf club. So reverberations, rotational stress. And it's no different for tennis players or anybody that's repetitively using their wrist. You actually see it in volleyball players in some of the spikers, same thing, you know, just a lot of high energy impact in the wrist. So golf is a tough sport uh, where your hand position is. And you guys know this better than anybody, how stress is dissipated in your wrist, how the club feels in your hand. So you're not getting that reverberation. All that adds up when you think about the number of strokes in anybody's armamentarium every day. Doc, the other thing that people forget is it with each, especially, well, really only your iron swings, but we've seen some amateurs vary off of this, but every time you're, you're striking the ball with an iron, you're taking a piece of the earth out with you. I mean, that, think, think about that. The, the, the ground's not moving and you're, you're ripping into that at a hundred miles an hour. Something, there's a price to be paid. A hundred percent. And again, you know, you, you put it pretty well. And where's all that stress dissipated? It's dissipated in your hand and your wrist. So, you know, you take that divot, you take, and as you said, the ground's not moving. So enough force to displace the dirt, hit the ball. And if you measure that, you know, that's a lot of force through the, through the upper extremity. So again, wrist injuries are common. No one really talks about it, but if you're a sports guy and you see it day in and day out, a lot of these young kids I'm putting on programs, they're squeezing balls or doing these wrist exercises. And we're really shutting down a lot of these injuries. That's fantastic. Doc, one of the things, what, what, you've been doing this for so long and you know the, the human body better than anyone ever. What, but when you, what is the reason, why can't we get people to do exercises? Why, when, when they know it's good for them, you're literally talking about a commitment of, seriously, Doc, if you put a program together for John Q. Public for wrist, shoulder, and back, it wouldn't take him more than 15 minutes a day, would it? It takes about 15 minutes. You do it two, three times a week. You don't have to do it every day, but you do have to do it every week. And the number of, the, the percentage of people that will follow that program is under 20%. So you give 100 people the exercises, and the number is 18 to 19 people will do the exercises. You know, they're also the people that get up and stretch in the morning and religiously practice the piano and never forget to brush their teeth. They're perfect. But the number of people that follow these exercise programs is unbelievably low. And I think people get busy and, you know, they just, but, but I think once you start it and it's part of your program, you're going to do it. I think it's it's just initiating that program. And if you stick with it for a couple of months, it becomes part of your life. You're going to do it. But I think you're 100% correct. The percentage of people that follow through is unbelievably, unquestionably low. Jay has said that you've been doing this forever, and you've been doing it a long time. So give our listeners an idea of some of the biggest names in sports that you have worked with over the years. You know, I mean, I've been so blessed. Wayne Gretzky, uh, Jackie Joyner, Kersey, um, I, 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 if you come in the office, Jerome Bettis, uh, 
the track and field, everybody in track and field, Ty Law, Brett Hall, I could go on and on. But, you know, I think that, that when, when, you, when you go through it, Patrick has been in the office of Mahomes. When you go through it over and over and over again, you just, you just realize that, that this is just a group of people that are just different. The Jay Delsings of the world, the great golfers, the great tennis players, the great football players, they're just different than everybody else. And I just think that it's, it's really been an amazing ride to be able to take care of these people. Um, we, we may be seeing this, this, uh, the basketball player from Philadelphia, the agent called, we just hurt his knee last night or two nights ago, MBID. So we, we, we've been blessed and, and it's you're going to need a bigger, you're going to need a bigger facility doc. If, if he comes in there, man, that's just one large human being. Well, so doc, um, how long, let's just give a, a quick, cause you've got in, I know that there's Jackie Joyner in the track. Uh, oh, oh my gosh. There's gotta be 15 to 30 Olympian track Olympians holding medals and gold medals and smiling and on your office, but you've got hockey roots as well. You, you've, you've got all the bases covered in almost all the sports. Well, you know, we have, we, we, we treated NBA basketball players throughout the years. Um, we treat probably heavily weighted in the NFL. So a lot of NFL football players and, you know, when the Rams were here, we would see them on a routine basis. So, you know, absolutely. And we see a lot of, continue to see a lot of major league baseball players. Um, so I, I think that what happens is word gets out. Somebody has a good result and they say, Hey, go see this guy in St. Louis. And these guys fly in and, you know, from the Ray Langford's back in the day, to more recently, uh, we've been we've been very lucky. And again, the, the other thing we see, which is crazy, is we see a lot of European soccer players. We have a relationship with Manchester, and they send a lot of kids over, which is a long way to go for them. So, you know, we, we kind of cover the bases pretty well over the years. Is the best part of your job is when these players or these athletes come back and say, you know what, Doc, you got me back on the field. Thank you for what you've done. You know, the greatest thing, absolutely. So I'll give you a, a very short story. We started taking this girl, Sydney, taking care of this girl, Sydney McLaughlin. She's a 400 meter, and you can Google her. She's a 400 meter hurdler. Um, last year, she broke the world's record three times. We started, Bobby Kirst and I started looking after her probably about a year, year and a half ago. She broke the world's record three times, and she sends a picture with two gold medals and this most unbelievable note. And, you know, that's, that's really, you don't even need to get paid. You get something like that in the mail, and you're like, wow you know, it's all worth it. Or you turn on your TV and you see somebody just operated on score touchdown in the NFL. And, you know, that's that's really all you need. Absolutely. Dr. Rick Lehman has been our guest. And, Doc, what's the best way for folks to get a hold of you? Yeah, I appreciate that. So uh, the U.S. Center for Sports Medicine, phone number is 314-909-1666. And if you have a question or you just, you know, need something or, hey, what about an exercise program, call us and we'll work through it. Doc, you have been great. Not only my daughters, myself, the whole thing. Thanks for jumping on with us. We've got to stay in better touch with you because we love your information, love getting to chat with you. Oh, I love it. You guys take care and have a great weekend. You bet. That is uh, Dr. Rick Lehman. Again, the number 314-909-1666. Pretty amazing stuff. Oh, he's terrific. This is Jay Delsing's show. It's called Golf with Jay Delsing on 101 ESPN. Redbird Heating and Cooling sponsors the Veterans Vocational Apprenticeship Program. Jed Dickinson, CEO and retired Navy man, will teach 
mentor, and sign off on educational and mechanical work hours to help you get fully licensed while you work and get paid for the company. What a great way to launch your career as a fully licensed HVAC specialist. Call Redbird Heating and Cooling today. That's 314-320-9507. That's Redbird Heating and Cooling. For the best in Italian cuisine in St. Louis, look no further than Paul Mano's, located in Chesterfield. It's traditional Italian cooking, and their best ingredient, it's their tradition. It's cooking like Paul's grandmother used to make and like his mother still prepares today. There are no corners cut at Paul Mano's, from greeting you at the door to the pasta you'll share with your family. Paul Mano's is committed to bringing you their very best anytime you share a meal at their place. It's Paul Mano's located in Chesterfield. Hey, this is Jay Delsing for SSM Health Physical Therapy. Our golf program has the same screening techniques and technology as the pros on the PGA Tour use. SSM Health Physical Therapy has the Titleist Performance Institute trained physical therapists that can perform the TPI screening on you as well as use the KVEST 3D motion capture system. Proper posture, alignment, etc., can help you keep your game right down the middle. We have 80 locations in the St. Louis area. Call 800-518-1626 or visit them on the web at SSMPhysicalTherapy.com. Your therapy, our passion. You're listening to Golf with Jay Delsing. To connect with Jay, log on to JDelsingGolf.com. You'll see the latest in equipment, find the latest innovations in golf, and get tips from a PGA professional. That's jdelsingolf.com. Along with Jay Delsing, I'm Dan McLaughlin. As Golf with Jay Delsing, presented by Doherty Business Solutions, rolls on here on 101 ESPN as we come to you from the Car Shield Studios. Always fun to visit with Rick Lehman. Makes you think about the medicine and sports side and how they uh, come together in this day and age of sports, how much it's changed, and how much a golfer goes through in terms of the torque, back, wrist, which you talked about prior to our interview with Rick, and he brought that up. But there's a lot to think about that goes into the sports medicine side of a golfer. Oh, absolutely. You know what's so cool about Rick is Rick is so accomplished, but I really feel like he flies under the radar. You know, and here's a guy, he's, he's got his office, his main office out in Kirkwood, and he just, he's so connected in the world of sports. And I know uh, he mentioned the track athletes. There's pictures of Jackie Joyner, Kersey, and Rob Gerson, those guys all over the walls. But he's got, you know, Marshall Fall, Kurt Warner, Brad Hall. I mean, it goes up and down in all sorts of different sports. And it's so nice for someone like me to have such a professional like him to, to help to help you out when things aren't going well. I would imagine a lot of the things he said resonated with you when you were playing every single week on the PGA Tour in terms of stretching and various things you have to do just to stay on tour. Yeah, no doubt. And, I mean, we talked a little bit about the way the tours changed. And back in the day, it was overweight guys that were really good athletes. And, I mean, Danny, we were basically told, do not lift weights because it'll screw up your swing. And then Tiger Woods comes along. And I, I told you that story of him on the range at Disney where an hour before he got to to the golf course, he bench pressed 300 pounds. That's incredible. So he was working out before he'd go play, which I, I find really interesting because you can get tired. Yep. Club could feel different in your hands. Yep. All those things could come to mind. Also, absolutely. And also he'd run six miles 
Before. Before. So then you probably have six and a half, seven miles that you walk? Easy, depending on the course. Somewhere between probably six and a half and ten. Because we, the, the course is the course, but then you have the, the length between uh, a green and the next tee. That's never considered in there. And then if you ever watch a tournament, this will be something to watch today at, at, at Pebble. Hopefully we get this in. Watch how much movement around the greens the, uh, 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 a typical. I was just going to ask you about that. Yeah. Dude, I think we walk around the green like about three a mile. times. Yeah, like, like three times uh, uh, a green while you're just, it's kind of nervous energy. You're getting a different angle on your putt while the other guy's putting and all that other. It's just weird. Yeah, Rick is really interesting in yeah. terms of just how many people he has helped big names but also helping youth I, i've heard him talk and he mentioned it in the interview just yep. how many high school kids he has helped along the way there's a ton he's got a heart for this stuff danny he does and i mean he just said he had pat mahomes in the in the office yeah. uh, uh earlier i guess it was in 2023 so yeah i mean he's got that reputation it's well earned well deserved he um i think at one point in time wasn't he part of the ownership of the um Tampa Bay, yeah, Tampa Bay Tampa, Lightning. Tampa Bay Lightning, I think. And so, Doc's just a first of all a great guy, great human, sports lover, and man, he you just walk in there and you know he just cares deeply. It might have been the Florida Panthers when it so yeah, either one I, of those yeah, teams yeah, down south. I know, south. I know. I, I you know how I it's a, you know how we We're are having on senior show. moments. Yeah, exactly. And we got the right state. That's yeah, all. And that the right is. sport. We know it was. We hockey. know it was hockey. Yeah. Let's let's move on. Netflix behind the scenes look at golf will feature as we go around the PGA and LPGA and in this case a little bit of live. It's going to feature Rory. JT, Ricky Fowler, Luke Donald, Zach Johnson. Those are just some of the names. I think it's good for golf. I wish they did it even more throughout the season. I agree. I, I think it's fun. I mean, you know, you're talking about the stars, though. I mean, you're like, I would love them to – why don't they follow the guy that's flying southwest? That's, yeah. you know, well, seriously. Not a private plane. That's why, why, why not a private plane? Why not get into that as well? I mean, that's, that's grinding. Yeah, because – these what these guys and the amount of money, especially Rory, that are, is making, it's not relatable. It's not relatable. I, I mean, and 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 um, Ricky Fowler is one of my favorites. The guy is such a true blue good guy, but he slaughters it, man. He's a it's like a marketing genius off the course. I mean, his I think his. Rookie year on the PGA Tour, Danny, I think he made like $10 million off. Incredible. Of course, and this was 15 years ago when he was a kid. Is there a guy you want to watch on this? If DJ is featured, I want to watch DJ. I, I, want, to see, I, I want to see a little bit behind the scenes of Liv. I agree. I, I, I would watch. I like it all. I like it all. I Rory, despite the 180 reversal on Liv and everything, I still am a huge Rory fan. I think he gives the most genuine interviews. I think he speaks from the heart. I think... You know, he's all over the place. I, I mean, Well, he is. He's all over the place. He's talking on both sides of his mouth, and he's being sincere about it. He's changed his mind, and it's crazy. Jay at jdelsingolf.com. If you'd like to email us, we'll go through some emails later in the show. But coming up, it is Matt Minder, Amateur Players Tour. If you want to compete this summer, make sure you listen into this interview. He is standing outside our studio. He'll join us in studio, and that's next on this Sunday morning on 101 ESPN. I'm delighted to welcome the Amateur Players Tour to the Golf with Jay Delsing show. The APT team has worked so hard to establish a national golf tour for amateurs. 
Folks, don't miss out on this opportunity. If you love golf and ever wondered what all the fuss about tournament golf is, then this tour is for you. We just released the 2024 schedule and it is a beast. There's 21 events currently in the metropolitan St. Louis area with many more to come. But check out these golf courses, Paynes Valley, Ozark National, Stonewolf, Ambrier, Persimmon Woods, Gateway National, and a 36-hole event on Norwood's West Course, and many more. Okay, so the courses are certainly cool and nice, but what's really neat is the way the events are run and how they are run. The APT team does a fantastic job of closely monitoring handicaps and ensuring a good and fair competition. There are five divisions, a year-long points competition, major championships, elevated events, and much, much more. Right now, there are over 6,000 members in 41 different local chapters across the country. And all that's happened in just over five years. Join now and don't miss out on the best tournament golf in the country. Run for amateurs by amateurs themselves. Go to amateurplayerstour.com. That's amateurplayerstour.com. For the best in Italian cuisine in St. Louis, look no further than Paul Mano's, located in Chesterfield. It's traditional Italian cooking, and their best ingredient, it's their tradition. It's cooking like Paul's grandmother used to make and like his mother still prepares today. There are no corners cut at Paul Mano's, from greeting you at the door to the pasta you'll share with your family. Paul Mano's is committed to bringing you their very best anytime you share a meal at their place. It's Paul Mano's located in Chesterfield. Are you driving an out of warranty car? It's only a matter of time before your out of warranty vehicle is in the shop costing you thousands of dollars. Auto repair costs are up nearly 20% from last year, which is four times the rate of inflation. If an unexpected breakdown happened today, would you be ready for that? Well, now you can be with a plan through CarShield. Even if your car is just over three years old, it's still prone to expensive costs. Your car is more than just getting you from point A to point B. Traveling by car is a way of life. From picking up your kids to going to a new restaurant, cars are a daily essential. When you enroll in a car protection plan through CarShield, you can look forward to the following. The price will never go up no matter how many claims you file or no matter how high the mileage on your car increases. CarShield offers protection plans that start as low as $100 per month. That's $100 per month. They have repair coverage for up to 5,000 different parts of your vehicle. Plus, when your car breaks down and you're stuck on the side of the road, you get 24-7 coast-to-coast roadside assistance. You also get complimentary towing and rental car options. CarShield has my back when my car breaks down, and they can have yours too. Call CarShield today at 800-465-6550 or visit carshield.com. It's CarShield, proud sponsor of the Golf with Jay Delsing Show. Get ready to watch the legends of golf up close when they compete at historic Norwood Hills Country Club right here in St. Louis. The Ascension Charity Classic will be back again with some of golf's biggest names, Steve Stricker, Padraig Harrington, John Daly, David Duvall, Bernard Longer, Ernie Els, and more will return September 3rd through the 8th at Norwood Hills. All tournament proceeds go to area charities serving North St. Louis County youth and families. Sponsorship opportunities, pro-am foursomes, 
and more information available for you at ascensioncharityclassic.com. Hi, this is Adam Best from Family Golf and Learning Center. You're listening to Golf with Jay Delson. Hey, St. Louis, Eddie McVeigh here from Maggie O'Brien's. When you head downtown for a concert or cards or blues game, and now for the St. Louis City soccer game, please come see us at Maggie O'Brien's before and after your event. Take our shuttle to and from or stay in-house and watch your favorite team on our multiple high-def TVs. We look forward to seeing you soon at one of our two locations in Sunset Hills on South Lindbergh or downtown at the corner of Market and 20th Street. Union Station is next to us. Sunday morning on 101 ESPN coming to you from the Car Shield Studios is always brought to you by Darty Business Solutions. With Jay Delsing, I'm Dan McLaughlin, and Matt Minder is with us. Amateur Players Tour, he is in studio. Great to see you, Matt. Thanks for stopping in. Yeah, thanks for having me. Excited to be here. Matt, we love having you back in. So where do we start? So the Amateur Players Tour, let's just give a brief overview for the for the listeners that are just jumping in for the first time. Yeah, absolutely. So Amateur Players Tour, we are a nationwide golf tour. We have 40, 40 chapters across the country. Uh, we run flighted stroke play events. Uh, we run a local schedule in St. Louis. Uh, born in St. Louis in 2018 and has expanded across the country. Uh, we've got 20 local events in St. Louis this year. Uh, average field size of uh, 120 plus players here in St. Louis. And it's just a, a great time to meet some great people, play competitive golf, and grow the game. The thing that will grow the game, that's kind of what... It, Danny and our, our sweet spot is here, but when when you're talking about running a tournament, one of the things that is so cool about what you guys do is the way the tournaments are run. The the, the they're flighted as you mentioned, but you also monitor handicaps. They're 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 not these six hour rounds that people are. I mean, you love the game as much as anyone I know. So the, your heart and soul is in the game, and then providing this for them is is what it's really all about. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate that. And and from our first conversation and, and why we became friends, you know, I, I was blessed to be able to play some mini tour stuff. Obviously never made it to the show and like wait you a minute. did. He, Danny, he said, I loved the mini tours. And that's I just a, went. That's a first. Wait a minute. I know. Wait that's a, a first. You love the mini tours. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and the reason being is obviously I've met some lifelong friends, um, being able to do it, be able to travel to play some great golf courses and compete and thankful to work for a living now. Don't, don't get me wrong. I mean, those guys are really good when you, you think that they're not that good. They're, they're that good. I can assure you. Um, but being in those situations, the atmosphere, the experience you get as a, you know, when you show up to those big high level tournaments, really our mission is simple is to take that high level professional experience and, and give it to the every everyday golfer each and every day um, that we run events and, what, and we're proud to do it. What made you get into to this? What what was the uh, the factor that said, yeah, let's let's try this thing. Let's do it. Yeah, it's kind of funny how it worked out, right, and, and how it gets there. But just having a, a love for golf, having a love to compete. Um, and, and really, it came down to the point I was looking for for an outlet outside of, you know, the state AMs and the state Opens to compete and and saw an opportunity to, to create something that I'd want to be a part of. And and we just started, and it, it's just it's been a crazy ride for the past uh, five years. Well, it's been fun to watch as a friend of yours and also a lover of, of the game and an observer. You've got, what, 41 chapters? 
40, yeah, more than that now? I think it's 42, 42 but chapters I, lose, and, I lose track, and to and be honest. Me, your, your membership numbers are great. We don't need to necessarily go in there. It's in the thousands, and it's, and it's growing all the time. But what I love about it is that St. Louis has such it's, – it's really kind of a hub for the, for the entire tour. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the St. Louis tour is is obviously our largest chapter, being the original. Um, finished last year with 370 members. Our average field size, like I said, is over 120. Uh, but the thing I love about it the most is the community, the golfing community in St. Louis has been such a great support to us. We've got so many fantastic private clubs, and, and the top public golf courses are all on our schedule. And so our schedule is really who's who of where you want to play golf in St. Louis. Matt Minders, our guest, and again, Amateur Players Tour. So I sign up for this. What what am I getting? What am I getting? You are going to sign up. For I am. So <laughs> I know you are. What, what am I getting involved with? Yeah, absolutely. So the membership fee for the year is $125. We'll talk a little later. We do have a Folds of Honor partner opportunity as well that includes a donation to Folds of Honor. Um, but you're going to get access to play all of our, our tournaments. You get access to your tournament index. Uh, you get We do live scoring through our app. You'll get all your stats and everything tracked there. Um, you can join our hole-in-one club if you want to. Um, but we just announced all of our benefits this week, and we've actually got a $200 benefit package from our sponsors that, that you're going to get immediately back. And so the first with our title sponsor worldwide golf and global golf you're gonna get fifty dollars of global cash uh, which can be spent on globalgolf.com which is the largest e-commerce uh, golf site in the, in the world so just fifty dollars to spend you can get pro v's you can get shoes you can get balls you can get clubs whatever you want you're gonna get fifty dollars in our pro shop to spend on on our swag um, you're gonna get fifty dollars off a of polo from from turtleson which is a, a great american-made american-owned company um, and then also we just are getting ready to announce well i guess we'll break it here uh we started an outerwear partnership with sun ice which oh, is nice. one of the big up-and-coming brands and so you're gonna get 50 dollars off uh, apparel at sun ice as well that's 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 fantastic one of the things um let's talk a little bit about how you monitor handicaps because danny and i have gotten ourselves in plenty of games over the i don't know last several years and we just shake our heads at some of these guys that Never make a putt they don't need. You know what I mean? So, oh, there goes another. Ten handicap shooting 66. Yeah, you know. right, right. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, things that keep me up at night. Let's just talk about that. Um, I think it's really important. Number one, we implemented, uh, we were the first amateur tour to implement a true handicap committee. So we have a handicap committee chairman that oversees our handicap process across the entire country. We've got chapter owners that serve on it. We have player representatives that serve on it. Um, but specifically down to the local level, we've implemented a ton of policies that, that we've learned over the first you know, four or five years of doing this that, that have really started to help. Um, in a lot of ways. And the first thing is for new players, you're coming in. We don't have history on you. We're flighting you. You're 12 month low of gin. We're looking at other, if you came from another tour that has an index, you know, we're looking at that and we're taking the lowest index we can find. And that's where you start at. No questions asked. That's where, where it's going to be. Um, and then as we go through, uh, we have a process through the first few rounds, the first seven tournament rounds where we're looking at every piece of data 
applicable. I mean, we're looking at your USGA index. We're looking if you're playing in other tournaments. We're looking at those scores, and our handicap committee has the sole uh, authority to move someone up or down, and, and we're, we're paying very close attention to that. And then once once you get in, we're keeping a tournament index of, of your tournament scores, and, and we've seen over the data that after seven rounds, we've got a pretty good idea, um, and, and then that index takes over as, as what we look at. Um, but we do a ton of research on the back end. I mean, I challenge anybody that, that thinks it's crazy, come out to an event. I'll show you my spreadsheet. We look up everybody's index for every event. We look at their gin, their 12 month low, what the low round of that 12 months is. So we know we have all the data points. And if you don't have a handicap, you can still join the tour. I think that's important. Um, we'll reach out. We've actually developed a questionnaire to really hone in on things. And it's not just a, Hey, what do you normally shoot? And what tees do you play from? Which is what everybody does. But we actually dive into the background a little bit and, and really get, and we found that those, those answers have helped us to, to place people in accurate. And frankly, if you lie to us, you know, we, we will protect our fields. So men and women involved in the tour? Yeah, absolutely. So women play a similar uh, course rating and slope um, for, for tee boxes to the men. So if the men's, you know, slope and rating of a tee is 71.2, we're going to find, you know, a women's distance. We'll create a custom tee that gets them to a 71.2 to, to make things equitable. How many levels do you have? So if you're shooting, let's say you're 10 handicap, another guy's 18 handicap, another one is a scratch, whatever. How do you figure out the levels? Yeah, no, absolutely. So we have five different divisions uh, to uh, create equitable play uh, on the tour. So, you know, we name them division one through five, super creative, uh, 3.4 yeah. and unders <laughs> division one up to 18.5 and overs division five. Um, you know, there's a senior option in every chapter. Some of our smaller chapters do a senior net option in St. Louis. We've got five divisions, uh, for seniors that go the same. You can play the open division, the senior division, or, you know, basically you pay the, the prize pool. It's like 30 bucks a tournament. You can play in both at the same time. Yeah, that's fantastic. I, and I didn't. I just don't want people to get the impression that you know you've got these guys that are sitting in. And I've seen this happen. <clears throat> I know people won't really believe this, but I've seen this happen where people will sit in the weeds and wait for a tournament to come in their area or in their course, and they'll actually come in with a with a bad handicap and wax the field, and it just kills the competition. It makes it no fun. So that that's fantastic it's also there's something for everyone and you also have a year-long points competition that if you're interested it's perfect yeah absolutely so we run a local player of the year uh, on the st louis level last year we paid out uh, it was over eleven thousand dollars in bonus prize pool so all 10 of our player of the years took the usga max uh prize home which is a thousand dollars in bonus um and then we also have a you know, the Global Golf National Player of the Year, if you want to compete for that, to, to be the number one player across the country. We actually had three from St. Louis um, that were National Player of the Year last year. So we had a historic season in St. Louis. So we had some guys that, that really accomplished a lot. Which so cool to see. if I sign up in St. Louis, we're basically a St. Louis audience. Where am I playing? What am I doing? Give me the, the rundown of what happens. Yeah, absolutely. So we've got 20 local events in St. Louis starting March 17th is the opener at Stone Wolf. Uh, on that schedule, you've got all the top public golf courses, obviously, Ann Briar, Gateway National, Missouri Bluffs, top that list. You know, Spencer T. Olin is another great golf course. And then we've got seven private clubs. Um, so we've got a 36-hole one-day event at Norwood Hills. We've got Winghaven Country Club, Persimmon Woods, 
Lake Forest Country Club. I'm on the spot, St. Clair Country Club. I'm going up to my place in Decatur because I'm a little bit north in Central Illinois Country Club in Decatur that just did a, a huge several million dollar renovation. Uh, it's an 1899 historic country club that's awesome. I uh, definitely recommend the trip up there. And so you got just a lot of opportunities to play some really great golf courses. And then we've got a chapter in Central Illinois that plays some great private clubs, a chapter in mid-Missouri that's close. I know they've got Columbia Country Club as their opener, which is one of my favorite courses over there. So lots of opportunities to play. And one of the nice things about our tour is you get points wherever you play across the country. So if you're you know, in Indianapolis for business, you can pick up an event. Or if you go down to Texas, you can pick up an event. And so it's really convenient for a lot of guys that want to get golf in while they're on the road as well. So you've got, you've got an event at Paynes Valley. You got a, you've got, so you got Springfield, Missouri covered, which will <clears throat> is quickly becoming a national stop for, for golfers. If you got to, if you want to play golf, you got to get down and see Buffalo Ridge and Osage. You know, there's just, having Johnny Morris involved in golf, it's just a massive boom for all of us that love golf. Yeah, if you've not been to Big Cedar, uh, certainly one of the absolute best places we go uh, year in and year out. Uh, we've been there. This will be our third year there playing Ozark National in Paints Valley. Uh, the weekend after 4th of July, it's a perfect time to be out there. We've still got spots available there. Um, you know, opportunities to go. We added French Lick. We added the Die Club at French Lick and the Ross Course. Uh at the end of July, which is great. We've got a three-day event at Streamsong over Memorial Day weekend. Uh, just that's lots a of... That's a not-missed place, too. It's in the middle of kind of nowhere in Florida. Right. But once you get there, you don't really want to go anywhere. Well, you don't need to go anywhere. No. And they've got the chain now. And I don't know if you spent it. Just saw an article last week. You know, now ranked in the top five golf resorts in the world. Yeah. Wow. How about uh, the PGA show? Uh, you guys were there. What What happened there? Yeah, the PGA show, you know, we started uh, with APT. Obviously, we expanded nationally in 2021. So we've been going to the PGA show ever since it came back from COVID. And it's been really exciting to see it grow year over year over year. Um, this year, they said on Wednesday, there was more people that has been there since 2002. Um, it was an absolute zoo. Um, you know, obviously Nathan Carnes from St. Louis is down in his PJ secretary role, was able to run into him. He's doing fantastic things. Uh, shout out, obviously, John DePriest uh, received the PGA Patriot Award. That was really cool to see on Wednesday. from the east side. He, he and his family have been, it's generational how they've helped and grow the game of golf and what they've done for the the veterans and everything is amazing. Yeah, and, and we've been actually talking. We've been, we're going to work on some things to, to work together. Obviously, our relationship with Folds of Honor and, and, and you know, PGA Hope and Folds of Honor obviously have a great relationship with a great mission. Um, but yeah, lots of really cool things at the PGA show. I could not believe, um, you know, as our tour continues to grow, my PGA shows changed from you know, booth hopping to, yeah. to talk to people to a lot of, a lot more meetings, which is not fun. But um, I was told it's 1.1 miles from one end of the show to the other. Um, for, for folks that have never been to this merchandise show, it's in the convention center in Orlando, which is just a massive <laughs> cluster of rooms that are right. huge. They're what? 50, 60, 70 feet tall, just convention type stuff. But Danny, more golf. There's golf junk. There's golf greatness. There's just the Scotty Cameron putter covers are displayed in, in this cool, almost like a museum sort of effect that are super cool. And then you'll get other things that aren't that cool. But for a, a nerdy 
like the the three of us. So you can geek out there. You just can geek out and go into anything. You're like, what is it? You know, yeah. you'll find and something. You can't possibly see it all in three days. No, no, not it's not, not possible. My favorite though, I've got to give you. I wish we had like video so we could show because I've got photos. But Callaway, have you seen the new Sphere in Vegas? Yeah. So Callaway Golf. Their booth, and you walked into it, they had one of like the Chrome Soft golf balls, except it was like a miniature version of the Las Vegas Sphere. They kept putting different things on it all so week. So it would project all sorts it of... It was the coolest thing. Like, if I had to give an award for the coolest thing I saw at the show, Callaway Golf, like... Did, did TaylorMade, did TaylorMade, Titleist, Callaway, were all the big guys there? Um, I did not personally see TaylorMade. I know Titleist, Titleist, Ping, Callaway... Um, Bridgestone, like so, I would assume they were there. There's usually anchor, anchor right. companies like the big three, the big five, the big. Who, who yeah. remember I mean, the shows Callaway up. golf booth was. Oh, I mean, there was a huge apparel booth on the apparel side, and then you know a mile away they had the. And the I bet you they had fifty huge. people servicing fifty Callaway staff it was people. On yeah, it was unbelievable. Yeah, it's it's amazing. How about the charitable component of what you're doing, and and in particular, you mentioned it a couple times, but Folds of Honor. Yeah, um, we couldn't be more proud to be partners with Folds of Honor, just the integrity of that organization. You know, I think it's important uh, to notice Charity Navigator, they got a four out of four star rating, 90, 91% of every donation that goes to Folds of Honor goes directly directly to scholarships. Um, so was able to attend, uh, Folds of Honor throws a, a little party every, every year we're able to be down to, and, and we were able to hear from, you know, Lieutenant Colonel Rooney and um, his team. And, and the thing that struck me, number one, is, you know, Folds of Honor was able to provide 45,000 scholarships this year. Um, so multiply that times five 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 thousand $5,000 a piece, and it's a huge number. But the thing that, that humbled me the most that I think is important, and I know so many people in the St. Louis golfing community raise so much for Folds of Honor. They do. Um, and we're proud to partner with, with each of them. But the thing that, that struck me from the whole week that I can't think about is they turned away 4,000 eligible scholarship recipients last year. Wow. So the need is still so great um, with with everything they're doing. You know, every single scholarship recipient we talk to is just, um, it, it's a it's a jaw-dropping experience when you, you learn what they've been through and, and how much they appreciate the opportunities of, of what Folds of Honor provides. Um, we're just, we're blessed to play just a really small part in it, and, and we love them to You death. wrote them a massive check last year, though. For, for an organization that's been in business for, what, five years now? You guys wrote them a, a six-figure check? That's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we were blessed to, to write a $100,000 check. Our goal at the beginning of the year was to raise fifty grand, and then it quickly turned to seventy five grand. And it just it says something about the community of our members, not just in St. Louis, but around the country. Um, their, their generosity and, and, you know, it's not us doing it. It's, it's our members stepping up and making a legitimate impact. It's really awesome. Matt Mender is our guest. And again, Amateur Players Tour, which is based basically in the Midwest right here in St. Louis. So I sign up, I'm having fun. What's the reaction of, of people that play on the tour? What, what are the people saying to you? Yeah. Um, 
I think the biggest thing to talk about is just the camaraderie in the community, uh, the ability to play competitive golf. Uh, you know, certainly the thing that everybody says, am I good enough? You know, we get that all the time. We're running Facebook ads right now. And I, if I had $20 for every time somebody asked me, am I good enough to play on this? What do I experience? I'm nervous. You know, I'm a 15 handicap. I'm worried that I'm going to come out of embarrass myself. What you're going to find is, is you're going to find a bunch of people that are like you that have similar goals for golf, that have a love for the game, a love to, to build community, to build relationships, love to travel and, and just get involved, get your feet wet um, and, and experience it. Like the thing, I think what our members say that, that really speaks out is we just have a bunch of great men and women that play on the tour that enjoy, enjoy the game of golf and, and, and love the spirit of the game. And it's just a cool community to be a part of. Like Peter Allen, for our buddy from the loading dock, we got to give him a plug. He is besides a great guy. Nobody likes the game more than he does. He is a absolute golf junkie and so fun to play with. And it just takes a camaraderie to an entirely different level from, from member to member. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fun to see and hear the stories and, and see the people that are put together from whether just in St. Louis or, or, across, or across the entire country. If you travel to different, different majors, it's, it's, I hear a lot of, you know, one of our members, I won't, I won't say his name, so his friends in St. Louis don't get mad. Um, but he came up to me a couple of weeks ago. He said, man, I just want to let you know, I have more friends on the APT than I do back at home. You know, <laughs> yeah. I love coming to the majors because this is where my friends are. And it's a really, it's a really tight-knit community. Um, and I, I do think, you know, obviously you played on tour, but that's one of the things like, you know, the tour travels every week, yeah. it becomes a, a community and, and the APTs really started to embody that. And, and that's one of the things I love about it the most. How competitive does it get? It can get, it can get pretty competitive. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's, it's kind of funny, especially in that D2, D3 range. So the three point, you know, five handicap to, you know, the 13, the 13.4, that's probably the most competitive. It's the largest field sizes. Um, and it's a lot of those guys, they're not playing in state AMs. They're not playing in state opens. Yeah. They're not trying to qualify for USGA events. Like it becomes the Super this Bowl. This is their thing. Right. Yeah, this is their thing. And, and but, but I think I think that's the value of what you're doing. I mean, where else, how else would, would these men and women get a chance to experience it? And tournament golf it's like nothing as we yeah, as we sure. know. Yeah, and, and I'll be honest, I didn't understand it, you know, until the last couple of years because you know, growing up, I'm like, oh, I can still play soccer, I can still play basketball, you know. And, and now that I'm I'm 37, I'm realizing those things aren't good ideas anymore. Um, and so, where else can you get that competitive edge? You know, I grew up and I was competitive at everything, right? I played every single sport. I was ultra competitive. And as you get older, like where do you get that opportunity? And, and this is a great outlet for that. Well, your body doesn't hold up. That's part of the deal too, is that golf, you can play your entire life. And I'm sure you're finding age ranges all over the place with what you do. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's 18 to, I think our oldest member on tour is like 92. That is so <laughs> cool. That's that is fun. really cool. What's the best way to sign up? So we have a lot of people listening and they're curious about this. And do you have to play in every event? I mean, how does it work? Yeah, absolutely. The easiest way to sign up is to go to amateurplayerstour.com. Uh, so, and uh, as far as how it works, you sign up for a membership, adds you to the community, get $200 of value for the $125 investment. Um, you can play in as many events as you want or as few events as you want. There's no minimums. So probably the average person in St. Louis of a member is going to play between eight and 10 events. And so don't look That's at a awesome. tw don't look at a 20 event schedule. Let it freak you out. Our player of the year is limited how many events you can count. So you can compete in it. You don't have to play 20 events to be competitive. You're not going to play 
35 events and run off with a player of the year, right? You kind of set your schedule. You can play events in any chapter in the country. You can play the majors if you want to. And then everything culminates in our, our North American Championship and our Senior North American Championship, which is going to be in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina this year. And we have have rolled out a fantastic lineup for that. And it's going to be a great trip. Matt, just thanks so much for jumping in here. We're, we're going to stay up with you all year long. Um, we love you know, your energy, your passion for the game. It's fun for us. I don't know how I'm going to keep this guy from joining every I'm all damn over tournament. It. I know he is. You talked about it the first time we had Matt on your show. You're like, oh, I'm doing this yeah, for sure. I'm signing up. Yeah. I don't know how many events I can play in, but I'm going to play in a few. And I've got to give my partner this the ultimate props. Oh, here I we have go. seen, and I mean this sincerely, I have seen, I'm going to say, I've seen everything. <laughs> I've seen everything in the game. Everything you can imagine. Good, bad, and different. Our, right. Our good buddy Joe Sheezer hit a drive one time. We were playing the, the back tees at Norwood. Hit the tee block in front of us. The ball ricocheted behind us and went up against the fence. And after we stopped laughing, he just said, let's go. We went to the, <laughs> we went to the, we went to the next tee. But Danny Mack, I've never, ever seen an amateur play more by the rules of the game than this guy. I mean, I've actually tried to go, just take the putt. Don't He's pick like, it up. I don't want to take it. I might miss it. He's not trying to. He wants to legitimately know what his handicap is, and I've never seen anyone do that to the degree that you do it. Handicap was going the other way, though, by the end of the season. Yeah, it yeah, was going you're, the wrong way. You're, you went down quite a bit it did. at the beginning yeah. of the year, and your chipping got great, and then... Then the, the wheels dog came days off. of summer, the wheel fell, a couple <laughs> wheels fell off there. Yeah, so that would be my concern is that, you know, I'm a guy that tries to play it legitimately. You talked about this earlier in some people and eh, not so much, but you've got a way to, to kind of navigate that. Yeah, we go to extraordinary lengths in the homework uh, that, that we're doing. That's the key to, you know, without giving away all of our secrets, but um, that's the key to bring in new people at their 12 month low. Right. Sure. So we're looking at, and I think the hardest thing, and if there's something I'd love the, you know, USGA to clarify over the years, is that a handicap. Right. I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. You're well aware. Yeah. I'm well aware. Yeah. Is that your handicaps about your potential. You're not supposed to shoot it every time you play. Right, you you get into where you shoot at twenty five to thirty five percent of the time. That's what you're supposed to shoot your handicap. So, flighting someone at the twelve month low shows what the potential is, and and when we're doing it with the entire field, because the hard thing is the traditional golf tournament. Can we just like, can we pick on the charity scramble for a minute? Like, I'm not going to name any any names. Is you come in and get a handicap, nothing's verified, and everybody lies by three or four shots because that's what you have to do to be competitive, right? We've all been there. We've all played in it. And you've all had the the B flight guy that all of a sudden shoots two under and you're like, what just happened? Yeah. <laughs> so the, the flip side of that and why we've put a handicap committee and, and why we've brought someone on our staff that that's all they do is handicaps is because if you get everybody to actually just play by the handicap that they're supposed to, then you have everyone in the right division. And so we go to extraordinary links and, and basically just, we start you at the lowest handicap we can find, which is really limited that, um, those, those issues. And so, um, we're seeing the results, you know, we're about a thousand rounds into, to everything in the new season and the, the new policies put have worked really well. So, so again, uh, go ahead, Jay. Danny, one thing I just wanted to say when last time I had Lieutenant Colonel Dan Rooney on, I asked him cause he's the strangest combination of fighter pilot with what over sixteen thousand uh, missions, I believe, and PGA of America 
Right. I, I said, wait a minute. And he's like, yeah, no, there's nobody else like me in the entire world. And thank God. I mean, he's just, a, he's just an amazing guy. The energy that he has. In between the two of us, we can put out a full diamond of daughters. <laughs> right. He's got five. Well, between all of us, we got we got reserves. I got my two. Yeah, I got my four. Yeah, so, <laughs> so any, anyway. Well, let's give that again. The website, best way to sign up. Yeah, amateurplayerstour.com. Um, you can also search Amateur Players Tour. You'll, you'll see us in Google or Facebook, social media. But amateurplayerstour.com, you sign up, 125 bucks. We're going to give you $200 in credits right back. Um, thanks to our wonderful sponsors, Worldwide Golf and Global Golf, uh, Turtleson and Sun Ice, and, uh, and, and get in on the fun. Um, don't, you know, the, the biggest thing is, is, is don't think you're alone in, in what you're thinking. There's a bunch of people that have been in and uh, get in, get involved in the community. You're going to find out there's a bunch of people like you and you'll you'll really enjoy the, the tournament experience. Our mailbag, Dan, our, mailbag is, our mailbag has gotten busy as hell. So, folks, if you forget that, Jay at Jay Delson Golf, just send Danny and I an email and we'll get you all connected to Matt. Sorry about that. No, no. Matt, thank you. Thanks for coming in. It's great yeah. to be with you, Matt. Thank you. It's always fun. Matt Minder, again, Amateur Players Tour, and we'll be back with more. This is Golf with Jay Delson. Powers Insurance and Risk Management is a family-owned local business that's been helping our community for over 200 years. In the always confusing world of insurance, Powers Insurance provides clarity, exceptional service, and the latest in cutting-edge products to deliver the highest quality in property and casualty coverage, as well as strategic planning consultation services. Powers Insurance and Risk Management will partner with you. That's right, partner with you to customize the right coverage for you and your family. Tim Davis, the Chief Operations Officer, will personally sit down and talk you through the ins and outs of your policies. They are experts at helping you control your workplace expenses and helping to guarantee the safety of you and your employees and their needs. You can visit them at powersinsurance.com. That's powersinsurance.com for all of your insurance needs. Family Golf and Learning Center, no matter your age or skill level. Family Golf and Learning Center, located in Kirkwood, has something for you. They've got it all. PGA and LPGA instruction, double-decker driving range, par-3 golf course, trackman simulators, a large short-game green design to help you with all your shots around the green, bunkers, rough, and Zoysia fairway pitching. And now open the Tahoma Bermuda Grass Tees, the best turf to hit from in St. Louis. It's all at Family Golf and Learning Center. To schedule a lesson or to find out more, visit FamilyGolfOnline.com. That's FamilyGolfOnline.com. Family Golf and Learning Center. We make St. Louis better at golf. Okay, so you've been hearing me talk about one of our community's greatest contributors and most philanthropically inclined companies. Yes, of course, I'm talking about Marcone, the largest distributors of General Electric compliance parts in North America. Did you know that Marcone is also the largest and most trusted supplier of commercial and residential appliance parts, HVAC, plumbing, commercial kitchens, pools, and spas? Also, all of that in North America. Their most recent endeavor, the Rees Across America program, was a huge success. In case you don't recall, 10,000 wreaths were placed on the grave sites of our fallen heroes across several of our veteran cemeteries around our great country. Marcone is committed to supporting our first responders, 
all of the branches of the military and service for our military and our police and firefighters. Marcone, here for you and your family, as well as your community. That's Marcone. For the best in Italian cuisine in St. Louis, look no further than Paul Mano's, located in Chesterfield. It's traditional Italian cooking, and their best ingredient, it's their tradition. It's cooking like Paul's grandmother used to make and like his mother still prepares today. There are no corners cut at Paul Mano's, from greeting you at the door to the pasta you'll share with your family. Paul Mano's is committed to bringing you their very best anytime you share a meal at their place. It's Paul Mano's located in Chesterfield. Darty Business Solutions has been enhancing the business of our customers for the last 37 years. How do we do it? Through our expertise in technology, better use of data and analytics, artificial intelligence, and machine learning. We roll up our sleeves and collaborate. We build applications and effectively communicate with our partner clients to bring their goals and objectives to the finish line. Our award-winning Access Point program is a community game changer. With nearly 100 students in the program, Mostly young African-American females are making between $55,000 and $60,000 per year right out of high school. That's right, fifty-five dollars to $60,000 a year right after high school graduation. That's when they begin their training. CEO Ron Darty believes the talent is equally distributed, but access to that opportunity is not. So here's Access Point, providing more and more opportunity for those in and around our community. It's Darty Business Solutions. Heading down the stretch on Golf with Jay Delsing. With Jay Delsing, I'm Dan McLaughlin, coming to you from the Car Shield Studios. And we're presented by Darty Business Solutions. We have heard from Kurt Rowey, Executive Director, Metropolitan Amateur Golf Association, Dr. Rick Lehman, and uh, just moments ago, Matt Mender, kind enough to stop on by in studio, Amateur Players Tour, which is, if you want to compete, really a fun idea. And I know that tour is absolutely exploding for him and his team. Oh, they're killing it, D. And I see your eyes light up. When, wait a minute. When did we when did we initially have him in here? But whenever we did, I saw you like this. I'm in. The little oh, I knew. I and 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 I said this I'm ready in to get my interview. butt kicked. It's I'm, okay. I mean, I said this in my in, in the uh, interview with Matt, but I'll say this again. I've never met anybody that plays oh, more by I'm not kidding you. Even 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 if you you won't even take a drop if you don't know the rule. You'll always ask. Where how many times do we have Friends, I, I always OB like, a lot. There's a ball. There's a, <laughs> right. there's a, I'm like, where are you putting that ball down? Like, yeah. right here. Yeah. Yeah. We're like, you look at me. I'm like, no. I was OB a lot, though. I had a lot of practice. No, that's not true. Anyway, <laughs> the, the amateur players tour, Matt and, and uh, Chris and the, and the team over there, Jody, they're, they're, they're doing great stuff. 20 events locally, over 800 events around the country, and they're going to great places. They're going to Streamsong. They're going to Paynes Valley in Springfield, Missouri. They're going to the, the Die Club over in Indiana. So it, it they're, they're touching all bases. They've got 42 different chapters around the country. Guys, check them out. 
you you won't believe the camaraderie. I I don't you know this how much fun you and I've had the last several years playing golf together great. and the guys that we've met and you know you learn a lot about just play three or four holes with somebody you learn a lot about them don't you? Well, you, you got so much time with them. Yep. You got four hours, four and a half hours when you hit it all over the place and you watch them and you and you watch them. <laughs> you definitely got to keep an you eye on keep them. an eye on stuff and then that, that's where you learn about people. That's what you're saying. That's what I'm saying. You just and you know what? Look, nobody has that aha day every you know you get you get kicked or punched or whatever and you gotta yeah it's yeah. it's it's not easy man I, I think though if you love to compete in golf more so than just playing with your buddies on a weekend yeah this is a great way to do it no this is real golf so you're you're putting everything in you're 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 competing for money you know it's 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 not a lot of money but it's still i think what the top prize is they max it out for the usga specs it's a thousand dollars and then there's other trophies and the the um player of the year so you know it's just their it, version of like the masters yeah. open they've they've got majors which yeah, is cool. they got majors and they're worth more they're worth extra points in in the in the 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 season-long series and things like it's just fantastic yeah it, it's it, fun. it really is and, and the other thing is matt i mean he's right up there with us as tombs of golf geeks man he loves it he he you better love it if you're gonna do what he does i know he loves it i mean this dude said he loved the mini tours I was looked at him like, you're out of what? your mind. What's wrong with you? <laughs> right. You're like sleeping in your car. You know, that's when I think of mini tours, that's what I was thinking. Sure. You know, no, I get it. That, that sucks. All right. Jay at jdelsingolf.com. That is where you can email us. And even from previous shows, you want to get uh, something on the air or have a question for Jay, Jay at jdelsingolf.com. This is Jane in South City. Guys, heard you talking about the winds at Pebble Beach. What's the best way to hit a knockdown? Okay, so Jane, thank you for re- Jane t- writes us questions all the time. Jane, really appreciate you you uh, reaching out to us. So, the best way to hit a knockdown, the first thing is the ball position. You've got to get the ball. So let's pretend you're a right-handed golfer, or say you're a right-handed golfer. The ball has to get back towards your back foot or your right foot. Now, what's important with that, Jane, is do not let your hands go way back there. You need to have angle in that shaft. So basically, if you were to, let's say we're hitting a five iron, a normal five iron, which would be put in the middle of your stance. Now that ball's further back in your stance, Jane, you're going to notice that five iron doesn't look like a five iron anymore because your hand position is going to take a little bit of loft off of it. That's one of the keys to hitting it lower like that. And what I really encourage people is to just mess around with it to see um, how, how you how you can try to control the ball. And it's really about hitting the ball solidly, D, and then controlling the height of it because even when it's hit really solidly, if it goes up in the air – it's going to get hit by that wind. Is that the hardest part, controlling it? No doubt, especially with your short iron. So yeah. this is what you think of. You you know, you can take your three iron and you can flight that thing and hit your nice low scooter out there, but then you sit there and now you got 100 yards and you got to carry a bunker. It's got to, you know, you can't dribble that thing on there. You're going to have to f- flight it so that it carries the bunker but doesn't go, you know, 20 yards past the flag. That's not easy. Mike from Jonesboro, Arkansas. So we're being heard in Jonesboro. I on like the it. I love Arkansas, by the way. He said, Jay, uh, I want to play Pebble Beach as well. Heard you say that's your number one place, but give me some other places that you really have loved to play over the years. Oh, man. So I got to play in the British Open, the Open Championship at St. Andrews, and that was absolutely super cool. I played the week before 
um, at the Scottish Open at Carnoustie, and that was a, a hell of an experience. You better that, be able to hit a knockdown there, oh right? Oh, man. That, we only got, Danny, we only got like 20 to 25 mile an hour wins. Oh, that's they, not that bad. And they said, it's a wee Zephyr. <laughs> and I'm like, it's more than a wee Zephyr. I'll so tell were you, you but, hitting knockdowns there? Oh, yeah. Just Definitely. right and left. Yep, just right and left and, and and flighting it. But it wasn't to the degree like at Pebble this week where it's been 35, 40 mile an hour where you're not, you don't want to get that thing up there too high. So um, that that has been a treat. I, um, I loved going to Canada. I did a lot of my golf outings up in Canada, but I played in the Canadian Open in Toronto at several different courses. Glen Abbey was super cool. A Jack Nicklaus course up there. I also... Man, Danny, when I look at my college experience and getting to play golf at a such a cool program like UCLA in Los Angeles, where we got to play LA North, we got to play Bel Air, and we got to play Riviera. I mean, it doesn't get much better than those three. Let's squeeze in one more. Limited okay. time, but this is also Mike in South County wanting to know about the best exercises in the off-season for a golfer. We okay. love the interview with Dr. Rick Lehman. Oh, the, thanks, Mike. We do, too. Anytime. We need to get Doc on here regularly. Absolutely. He's such a, he's instant offense and such a great guy and so much good um, information. Stretching. Mike, stre- if you don't do anything, forget about lifting weights, but Rick was talking about st- taking your wrists, get, the, get some stretches on there. They're not hard to find on the internet, and get your hamstrings and get on the floor and stretch those hamstrings a little bit. That, that will help take care of so much of your back problems if you can just stretch. Stretch anything. You know your body, Mike. Wherever you're stiff and, and not flexible, stretch it, man. Five minutes. If you did five Five minutes every day, it'd make a huge difference. Our thanks to Matt Minder from Amateur Players Tour. We mentioned Rick Lehman, also Kurt Rowey, Executive Director, Metropolitan Amateur Golf Association. Fun show, my man. It's just so great, Danny. We probably ought to tell everybody this is going to be our last week of two hours. We're going to go back to one hour. Um, we'll talk about that when we go to the one hour, but we're going to go back to the 9 to 10 a.m. Uh, time slot. Absolutely. How do we end the show? Hit him straight, St. Louis.